Good morning and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Madla and it's an honor to be spending these few minutes with you this morning. It's really, really wonderful to be looking at an awesome passage of scripture, carrying on with our Believer's Authority series, which is all about realizing what we have in Christ and then operating in our true identity because of that. We're going to look at a scripture in Philippians uh, 2 verse 9 to 11. Philippians 2 verse 9 to 11. And here Paul is writing to the Philippians. We're not just going to read verses 9 to 11 though. I want us to back up a little bit and go to the beginning of that section, which is Philippians 2 verse 5. Philippians 2 verse 5. I'm going to read from the CSB, the Christian Standard Bible. And the heading is Christ's humility and exaltation. Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who, existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity. And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Here we come to verse 9. For this reason, God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I just thought that first bit was really important to add on contextualizing the 9 to 11 verse. It mentions quite a few things here, uh, some practical things that we can apply to our own lives. It's a po very poetic description of Jesus' willingness to humble himself for our sake, but there's four very distinct things that we are told to do and to be like and to behave as such in this passage of scripture. So it starts by saying in verse 5, adopt the same attitude as that of Christ. So it starts by saying, have the same attitude and behavior as Christ. And then it kind of starts elaborating. So if we are to have the same attitude as Christ, what exactly does that mean? Well, there's four things that it clearly tells us here. The first thing is to empty ourselves. To empty ourselves. And to me, that's a picture of all the giftings and the talents and the, the unique strengths that Christ has placed inside of you for you to empty yourself of that. It, it means using those gifts and talents to serve others. One excellent way of actually using those talents and giftings is to serve in a church community. You have strengths that will shine so bright in a church community, encouraging those around you, what, them watching you serve might be something that just activates something within them. And using those talents and giftings inside of yourself is not just a reward for those around you, but it's often such a reward for ourselves. It's so fulfilling for ourselves to serve in those ways and means that we're capable of. So the first thing is that we need to empty of ourselves. To me, that means it kind of has a twofold thing. To empty ourselves of ourselves and have more of Christ in us, but also to empty ourselves of the talents and the giftings that we have been given in order to enrich those around us and be a blessing to them. 
So the first thing we need to do in adopting that attitude is to empty ourselves. Secondly, we're told to become a servant. To become a servant. That means not expecting first, but offering first. We're not entering a conversation or a room expecting things to come our way first, but we're actually the ones offering first. How can I help? What can I do? How can I get involved? How can I serve you? To be a servant means to place yourself not first, but last. And that is what we're called to do, to be servants, to keep a keen eye on those around us and their needs and, and how they can be better fulfilled in their walk with God. We're able to walk alongside them and encourage them when they look tired or weary or confused or sad or burdened. We're able to be servants of Christ by serving others. In order to serve someone, you have to be aware of their need. And so we're going to pray um, after we looked at the scripture this morning for keen eye to notice when people need that extra bit of serving and how best they can be served what we can do practically to do that well. The third thing is to humble ourselves. So not to think too highly of ourselves. Now, a lot of the time, maybe we can think, well, to humble myself means I have to have a low self-esteem or I need to become a martyr. I need to always place myself last and absolutely not consider myself at all. And I think that that's not the healthiest way to interpret the word humble. It means not to think too highly of ourselves, to think that we're important to the place where we become arrogant and selfish. But you still need to have a higher regard for yourself and have self-respect and have a good self-esteem. You can love how God made you and what he's given you. In fact, God would love that because he created you with so much love and so much in you. He wants you to enjoy your life and to enjoy what he's given you and to love those parts. But it's just about making sure that we don't enter a space of arrogance or placing ourselves ahead of others. That's what humble means. Just making sure that we keep that hierarchy of God and ourselves and those that we are serving ahead of ourselves. That's humbling ourselves. And fourth, the last one is to be obedient. And that means to follow God's example in our life. How he would act in certain situations, how he would treat people. It's those uh, bands, I don't know if you had them, the, the WWJD, the what would Jesus do? That's the walking in obedience every day and knowing that we're able to react and know what behaviors we have in certain scenarios because we have a prime, perfect example in Christ. So having a, the same attitude, um, adopting the same attitude as Christ are those four things, emptying ourselves, becoming a servant, humbling ourselves, and being obedient. This Believer's Authority series is so wonderful as we dive deeper into Scripture and we're able to see that and realize that we have authority in Christ. But instead of that elevating ourselves, we're able to elevate God through it and we're able to elevate everyone around us through it and those that He loves because of the skills that he's given us. And he's shown us how to elevate others because God always put others in front of himself. So how can that help you today? What can you do to implement some of these things? Well, my encouragement to you today would be to actively look how you can elevate someone else today, how you can make their day better, how you can encourage them, how you can place them ahead of your own needs and ahead of your own desires today. 
that is my encouragement to you, to look how possibly can you elevate someone in your vicinity today. Let's pray. Lord God, we come before you this morning with grateful hearts. Grateful hearts that we get a part of be to be a part of your kingdom, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your goodness and your grace in our lives. Thank you for the authority we can have, not because of who we are, but because of who you are, Lord God. Lord Jesus, I pray that we will adopt that attitude of Christ today, Lord God, that we will become humble, that we will serve and we will be obedient. We will empty ourselves, Lord God, of ourselves. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the perfect example you have set. Thank you, Lord God, for your scripture and thank you that when we continue to walk in your ways, we experience such peace, such grace and such joy. I pray for everyone listening this morning. I pray for a joyful day. I pray for opportunities to be able to elevate those around us, Lord God. I pray for keen eyes that we'll be able to become aware of needs where we can serve someone. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Have a wonderful rest of the day further.